Okay, lady and gentlemen in gun truck. I got a couple of emails that I think they think this is who I am. I've got a big spike on my. Uh, uh, I've got a big spike on my. Uh, on, I assume from you. Uh oh. Your Twitter or your page? Uh, both. Hurts. I've got a reputation management company. If you need that. <laughs> my reputation's too clean as it is. I got to dirty it up. I got to soil it. Uh. Is there a question, a hand, or is it a gesture? Okay. Any questions Thank you. on anything we've covered so far? <laughs> okay, what was uh, the gauntlet? Okay, we didn't answer that question. Remember the uh, slide where it says what's keeping you from your uh, goals, the, your family, relatives, uh, fear. I can't remember the other one. Okay, Mark? My biggest one. I'd say probably guilt. Oh, that's guilt. Yeah. The one I forgot, because I don't have any. Except for my mom. Where's my mom? There. Okay, mom, except for you. Except for my mom and her ashes here. Um, guilt, and how, how does that manifest itself? I think more when my kids came home. You either feel guilty being with the kids and not with work, and when you're at work, you're not with the kids. And that's what that's I struggle good. with. That's a good point. Really and that'll be the struggle for uh, many, not just this big, this group, but many people that have families. Whether that's a sick mother, sick dad, brother, you name it, it all falls into the same uh, sphere, more or less, because we're guilty because we're not doing something that we've been trained to think that we should be doing. Now, I'm guilty when I don't go to the gym. During this week, uh, I'm fucking around with you. I feel I felt bad when you told me that you were getting up at 5:30. I felt bad. One <laughs> the slapping one because I can't burn it. But now, when I was 40 or 50 or six, even six, maybe 55, I could burn it at both ends. But now, if I'm going to be all I can be for you guys, I can't get up at four or five. And I wake up at 4:15. I wonder what the morons are going to do today in the seminar, you know? But then I force myself to go back to sleep. Or Sally will say, Dan, you don't have to be up for two more hours. And I'll say, I wonder, wonder, wonder. And then I fall asleep. Um, and then when I'm there at night talking to you guys, I don't have time to go to the gym. And so because I want to get at least six hours sleep, I don't, I don't stay up with the movies uh, uh, with you guys. Because you saw two movies. You saw Fear and what was the other one? Greed. 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 Uh, I could make a movie on that. Um, and um, but you, you've been trained, and so I miss the gym. I miss um, when um, um, uh, things that people normally don't miss, like when we go on a cruise. We just came back from a five-week cruise to the Iberian Mediterranean. I was on. I was working five, six, seven hours. It so happened one day it pissed rain. Just fucking lashed the fucking rain. Boats going bomb, 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 bomb. And so I worked nine, ten hours that day. 
because Sally wasn't dragging me, you know, to go do something. And, um, and uh, the main reason when we go on these things, we have private tours because private tours are shorter. Instead of a long tour with a bunch of fucks, a bunch of <coughs> lard-ass fucks, I mean, or uh, Spanish fucks or whoever, uh, you know, we can have, we can take a seven-hour tour and make it three hours, you know. And Sally and I don't shop, we don't buy gifts, we don't uh, buy antiques, we don't buy art, we don't buy fuck all. And uh, so we can and get to the city and get back to the boat and Google fucking and, and answer emails. But guilt is normally one. Okay, Tony. Um, I think mostly fear and society. And I guess which is um, the fear of being embarrassed. Ah, uh, that's a big Asian deal. Losing face, being embarrassed. And we're talking about the, the um, PowerPoint that showed, here's you, your goals are over there, and you're going to get through, what is it, family, guilt, fear, etc., etc. And um, in the Asian community, losing face, not just the Asian community, the, uh, the uh, Arabic community as well, they don't like to lose face. But nobody likes being embarrassed. And one of the, one of the first things I said, the difference between myself and many of the high-performance people and you is we don't mind engaging in self-deprecation. We poke fun at ourselves. When I make a mistake, it's like when I crawled in with my uh, head in my hand on my knees to see the former head of the Kuwaiti Investment Office. You know, I, I fucked up. I didn't really fuck up, but somebody in my team fucked up. That means I fucked up. And so I was willing to pay the price uh, through the embarrassment. Uh, Brian. Well, I kind of ran the gauntlet on society, friends, and everybody else when I started the show because everyone thought I was out of my fucking mind. I still think you're out of your fucking mind. I think so too. <laughs> okay. And uh, and like all my old city colleagues, like they they know that they still think I'm fucking nuts. And um, so I think it's got to be fear. Uh, I don't know what kind. I guess it's just again maybe my engineer is just minimize risk at all times. So I think that's it. Not taking the big <laughs> the big bet. The big bet. Minimize fear. And that's that's built in. You know, that's built in. And the and plus, it's not only genetically built in, it's built in by how we were raised, and, you know, by our parents. And, and that's how their parents, and their parents, and their parents. Um, and, um, you know, the, the, the mother says, oh, don't run over there, the saber-toothed tiger's going to get you, or this or that. And, and you know, it's quite, uh, quite obvious. Um, Fidel. Uh, to me, it's fear of uh, violent confrontation. You mean physical? Yeah. Well, physical is a is a real moment, but also verbal, like being being confronting. Confronting. That violent confrontation. No, I I can't. Yeah, that's my biggest fear. Okay. Well, again, I'm at this end of the management leadership continuum. Everybody else in the world, not everybody, but almost everybody else is at that end. Okay. Churchill believed in confrontation. Okay, uh, some people say Mrs. Thatcher did. I didn't find her so con confrontational, uh, but uh, compared to what's around, she's com confrontational. But other people that have run Great Britain, since we're in Britain, um, they are, are less confrontational. And that's where being a politician came in, the whole, the whole the genre of being a, a political hack uh, uh, became uh, more than obvious. Um, but you don't have to be confrontational. But my experience has been 
the people that are the least confrontational have to be smarter. They have to be, with the greatest respect, more manipulative. Henry Kissinger is a great man, Dr. Kissinger. I've never met him. Klaus Kleinfeld is a good friend of him. He is, I mean, you've got to be slick. You've got to be able to maneuver. You've got to be like Teflon. President Reagan, I think, was a great president. Not everybody agrees with him, but they used to call him Teflon Ron. Because, I mean, he, and when he did get hit, it was like Teflon, just slide off. Because he was a likable guy. He was not a confrontational president. Harry Truman, one of my influencers, was up there in the right-hand corner. He was confrontational. The buck fucking stops here. You, know, you don't like it, get out. It's my way or the highway. Okay, so there's 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 different things. Fine. How about you? I two two of them. Both society uh, overcoming the status quo, uh, taking the lead. Six success. It's not really uh, accepted. Um, on certain levels, the other one is uh, fear, fear of success and fear of financial loss. Okay, that's really important. A lot of you guys came here because you want to be more successful, create wealth. Okay. I, the question is, are you willing to pay the price to get that? But one of the caveats is that <coughs> subconsciously or on a sub rosa level, you're afraid of success. For those of you that have experienced success. Was it by accident? Have you done it again? Was, are you a one-trick pony or a one-trick fuck? You know? Can you only do it one time? And that's, it's very seldom that somebody brings it out like Brian did, but it is. And if it's not on the surface, it's certainly subconscious. And it often transcends the fear of financial loss. Because you can always make more money. Now, you may not believe that, but you can. You can always make more money. My fear, and I don't, the gauntlet that we talked about, is time. But my fear has always been time when I was 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. It's always been time because I knew somehow, somewhere, I don't know why, and I, and I think it goes back to my military training, time costs lives, Dan. You know? And uh, those guys, those assholes at infantry school, drove it into my fucking head. But my dad also, because of his background, fought in two wars, CIA, etc. Time can cost lives. Make a decision. They don't want you to make a wrong decision, but often it's better to make a wrong decision quickly <coughs> than a decision that takes too long and you, and you spend a lot of lives. Spend a lot of lives. Miles? Uh, family uh, and fear. Um, of time and some sort of society going into something not knowing. So yeah, the unknown. risks involved. Yeah. yeah. Like with the with the movie um, on fear, you put your hand in a box, you don't know what's in it. I've done that exercise. I've done that exercise. And um, in fact, most of those things I, uh, I've done. And that's why I picked the, the, the little uh, clips on them. Uh, Rob? Uh, I would say uh, fear of um, tanking my business, growing out of control. Tanking. Through, yeah, going down. Going down the toilet. Yeah, uh, of growing the business out of control with, with leverage and that getting to the point that leads to a bankruptcy. <coughs> well, you've got to make a lot of mistakes before you get to that point. I realize that. Yeah, yeah. And so 
and when we get to that uh, um, part of the exercise, the, uh, there's, you know, I have these red flag check checklists. I mean, when those red flags start popping up, you slow down. Okay. Not but one. All it takes is one. And, because, and then you slow down and you take a look at it and ask your, your dream team. Uh, and I believe very much in being, using your dream team as, a, as, a, as a, a crutch, if you will, to help you until you know that you're walking on, it's never going to be firm ground. That, that's, that's, that's not going to happen. It's never going to, what about you, Marcus? Uh, wrong calls means uh, wrong business and close relatives. Close relatives, yeah. I, I can talk that, you know that. Well, right? I know it, I want you to say it. You know, I know it. Uh, yeah, relatives can be a real, a real pain, a real albatross, and uh, and how you deal with that. And uh, the um, there's nothing I can do to change that. I can't change that. Um, and I'm not saying for you to be ruthless and to be unkind and and fuck up like I did and yell at my mother, you know, just a few hours before she died. Uh, the, that's why she sits over there with her ashes to, to watch me. Uh, the, uh, but um, so I know from personal experience, you know. But by the same token, <coughs> my mom believed while she was alive until just before she died, I was gone thirty fucking years, and nobody was prouder or happier than her for her son. Nobody. And when she moved here, God knows I didn't move her here to have her die. But when she moved here, she used to look around the place. It's not a bad place. You know, she was, couldn't be prouder. So I don't know if she equated those 30 years of me being gone. I'm hoping she did. But you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Doc? Um, fair financial loss. Um, fair that I'm not savvy enough. Um, and then because... I, I would like to try to do something that is a little bit different in my profession, fair of uh, you know, society kind of rejecting me from making some bold changes. Okay. Um, how many times have we heard the word fear? All the time. And if I, you know, in your paperwork you filled out, fear when it came out, not everybody even used the word. Not in, you know, maybe 10% of you use the word. And virtually 100% of you have used the word in describing it. What does that tell you, Doc? 10% wrote about it, and after you've seen, been here a day and a half, and you've seen the fear clip, etc., etc., but now you readily know it's fear. We're calling a spade a shovel. You know, we're calling... Black is black. What you... We're not confident. We're not confident. Uh... We're not confident. As Fidel said, you know, he's at an age where he's trying to ascertain who he is, what he is, what he wants to do, more or less. Okay. And um, which is not unusual. Uh, you know, you're 35, right? Yep. Okay, 35. Uh, normally, it comes a little later. About 40. I was 31 when I was tears running down my cheeks, drinking Jack Daniels, and my great Danes licking the tears off my cheeks. What the fuck? I'm 31 and I'm not anywhere near close to being 10% into my goals. 
I gotta do something about this. I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I knew I was gonna take some fucking action. Okay? Now some of you would be still spreadsheeting it. Googling it, whatever. And I just took action. Okay, at that point, thank you, YouTubers. <laughs>